while police photographing our license plate. What are we doing for veterans returning home damaged physically and mentally, suffering from depression, homelessness, and suicide? Why did the Supreme Court deposit corporate money into our electoral process? Should we redefine middle class as working poor? Or is it just another Wall Street merger? What's really behind new voter picture ID laws in certain states? Why aren't NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox asking these questions? Welcome to the Reasonable Voice radio show. I'm your host, Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice. The mission of the Reasonable Voice is to connect the dots between politics and finance, the need for better and more affordable education, our humanity, world peace, and, of course, the arts, which we then gladly provide our listeners, the voting public, as informative food for thought to provoke their self-determination and appetite for equal economic opportunity and justice for all without truth decay. The Reasonable Voices are advocates prioritizing education, preserving our history, leading by example for a peaceful and prosperous world by evoking and embracing both creative artists and political unity as solutions to our challenges. Good evening. I'm Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice, and our producer this evening, Carrie James, and I have been invited to be a part of this special holiday program. As guests of Pastor Christopher A. Cooper and the membership of his Pilgrim Baptist Church, we are here in support of the Unspoken Voice, hosted by the First Lady of the Pilgrim Baptist Church in Charlottesville, Virginia, Wendy Cooper for a holiday discussion of Christmas traditions in the African-American home. First, Christmas past. Good day, everyone. We're so glad that you are here on the Unspoken Voice. My name is Wendy Cooper, and I'm so delighted to be here to talk to you today about some of our wonderful and awesome um, Christmas traditions. And with me, I have some friends, and I'm just going to take a moment and ask them to introduce themselves. Joyce Crenshaw, and I'm a native of Charlottesville. Um, I am also a member of the Pilgrim Baptist Church. I have two adult children and three grandchildren. All right, welcome, Joyce. Thank you. My name is Dawn Chisholm, and I love the Lord. I have two beautiful children. I'm a certified nurse's aide. All right, amen. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, Dawn. We're glad to have you. And last but not least, uh, my name is Lily Williams. The most I can always say about myself is that I love to dance. Um, I'm also on the committee for the African American Festival, and I, that's a little shout out there. We have our festival every year. I'm also a member of Chihama, which is the West African Dance Company, and an employee at UVA. And, I, um, and like she said, I love the Lord as well. Amen. Amen. Well, we are so excited. So let's dive right into this. And um, the first question is, what does Christmas mean to you? So whoever feels like they just want to answer that question, let's hear. What about you, Dawn? What does Christmas mean to you? Christmas to me is, of course, the birth of Christ. You know, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son for us. Um, Christmas is not about just gifts to me. It, it's, it's, it's the love. You, you have to show love. Mm -hmm. Christmas is about family, being together, mm -hmm. food, <laughs> <laughs> and presents. 
I, you know, it's also about, you know, respecting your elders and their traditions and what you were taught and and just appreciate how lucky you are just to be around each other because, you know, you don't take things for granted. You know, life is not as long as you think it is. So you just thank God that you can spend time with your family, especially when parents are, are you know, becoming the elders and you think like, okay, well, we don't have now another 20 years here, so we're going to love you right now. That is so true because mm-hmm. growing up as a child, you think that you will have your parents forever. Exactly. Forever exactly. and yeah. ever. Yeah. But then you grow up and you become adults. And yeah, we all, become the elders. Yes, we do. And you know, since you all are saying that, that leads me into my next question. Um, has your family had any um, special Christmas traditions in growing up? Like for me, I grew up in New York. I'm a native New Yorker. And so our tradition at home in New York, believe it or not, we had we didn't have a green Christmas tree. I didn't know what a green Christmas tree was until I came to Virginia. We had the silver tinsel trees. Oh, Anybody wow. know about that? Yeah. <laughs> my mom used to put it in this, it should be stored in this box, and it was these long individual stems <laughs> that she put into the house. I do. That is what our Christmas tree was. So forever and a day, that is what our tradition was. We know we're going to get out this tinsel tree, oh, wow. and that's what we have for Christmas tree. <laughs> I can remember that. I think I was. Not here. Here in Virginia, really? Here, uh, yeah, oh, gosh. Here okay. in Virginia. Okay. So, but no, wait. I think I was about. 14. And up until that point, we had always had a live Christmas tree. Uh, and then at age 14, we got an artificial tree. <laughs> <laughs> but it was white. It wasn't <laughs> a green tree. Oh, no. gosh. Oh, it was gosh. white. And we even had, you know, the spark, you know, the twirly light that you, that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, we had, that was only one year, though. And that was only one year. Oh, so we didn't have it anymore after that, thank goodness. But it all worked out fine. But yeah. it was just. I know. It was weird. We just had we just had that tinsel tree. I didn't know about any live trees until later on in life. And even I used to go to we went to North Carolina. I kid you not once uh, for one year for Christmas. And this was the first time I saw angel hair. Anybody? You remember oh, that? on the tree I never knew what that was I never seen it until then and all I can remember used to make you itch yeah I thought angel hair was just the worst Did I could still so sell it not only would it make you itch, but it would stick you. It would, yeah. Yeah. It would yeah. actually pinch. Yes, it yeah. would. Yeah. Our tree was my, well, you know, William and Bessie. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> my father went to cut down a tree that never fit. And, yeah. and not only did yeah. it not fit, he would not cut it off to fit the house. Baby would lean. No, no way. No wait, way. wait. It would lean. And we would decorate from down to lean. Oh, you got a child ground tree lean yeah. with the ornament? Oh, well, the, the ceiling made it lean. And he would not chop any of it off. We would just decorate it with tinsel, angel hair, and the same ornaments year after year after year. Oh, oh and if Yes, the same ones. And I can remember from the time I could even think yes. that uh, that ornament stayed with us for like 10 years. Wow. And then if they break, you get a new one, and that one stay forever. Yeah, so yes. So and, those traditions, you know, the trees, for an example, are something that we still hold dear. So let me ask you all this. How are you preparing for Christmas now? What are you doing now? 
I've got my Christmas tree up. Is it a real tree? I have an artificial tree. Do you have a real tree? I don't have a real tree. You're not even putting up a tree, are you? I am putting up a tree. Oh, you are? Okay, I was just wondering. I have the baby on putting up a tree this year. I mean, because my daughter's in college and my son, he has his own place. So for me, it was like, am I going to really put this tree? But to me, it's not really Christmas without well, that tree. It's not Christmas. It is not. You talk about movies. Yes. It is not Christmas. I refuse to have Christmas if I can't see Charlie Brown. Come on, that's right. That's right. That's right. Not the, not the, no, that's I'm talking right. about the cartoon Grinch with the Whoville people. <laughs> yes. and no, no Jim Carrey. That's I'm right. talking about <laughs> originals. And if we can't see that in Charlie right. Brown, Christmas is not going to happen. It's not Christmas. I, no. I am so there. I know some of us around this table don't feel that way, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is certainly oh, no, okay. Who you're talking <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think she's trying to throw shade no, on no. Christmas time. But, you know, in preparing for Christmas, I have a 11 Christmas trees up at the house right now. Whoa. 11. Ooh. I know, right? 11 trees. I have no. 11. I do, honestly. No, Ooh. I know. Well, I, I have <laughs> 11, but the last time I was there, oh, yeah, so there was quite more. a few. But I have there 11 quite trees. A few. Well, 11 I only trees. have one tree, okay? One tree. <laughs> And but let me tell you about my lemon trees. I got lemon trees. I didn't grow. I remember I grew up with a tinsel tree. So now I have an opportunity to have a tree for all for my grandsons and granddaughter and for my son and daughter and my husband and I. We have a tree. So everybody has a tree. So isn't that wonderful? They all we all have a tree. I mean the tree. I I love the trees, but my my thing is outside. My the outside of my house. You ride by there right now. You could probably look outside and see it glow i like lots of christmas lights and some twinkle and some are up the flagpole and everywhere but let me tell you about our christmas lights we lived i grew up in an apartment so the windows was only way we could decorate from the out from the inside so we just put lights in the windows and that was that That was was all that was it so we would look around and around all the other wind apartments and everybody had lights in their Christmas and um, Christmas lights in their windows. Oh, wow. That's how I, I remember Christmas. Well, we had Christmas lights um, in our windows, the candles in each of the windows uh-huh. and the tinsel around the, um, we have a fence around our house. So we'd have, I'd put the tinsel around the fence and it'd have the white lights. And then sometimes I'd have bows. And recently I had reindeer, but my reindeer, have seen better days. So uh, not going to be <laughs> so. Well, indeed. So we are so excited to be able to talk about these wonderful, wonderful things. And we have so much more yet to come as we prepare to talk about what's next for Christmas. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we certainly got a taste of Christmas past at the Pilgrim Baptist Church. By the way, we are recording before a live audience and we are talking to four of the women of the unspoken voice, Pilgrim Baptist Church. We'll be right back with Christmas presents. Stay tuned. And now enjoy Watchfire Music featuring vocal artist Julia Wade singing Beautiful from her new CD, Sunday Morning. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new 
Good evening, and welcome back. I'm Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice, and our producer this evening, Carrie James, and I have been invited to be a part of this special holiday program. As guests of Pastor Christopher A. Cooper and the membership of his Pilgrim Baptist Church, we are here in support of the Unspoken Voice, hosted by the First Lady of the Pilgrim Baptist Church in Charlottesville, Virginia, Wendy Cooper, for a holiday discussion of Christmas traditions in the African-American home. We are recording before a live audience, and now it is my pleasure to turn it over to our host this evening, Wendy Cooper, for Christmas Present. Hi, I'm Wendy Cooper. I'm Joyce Crenshaw. I'm Lily Williams. I'm Dawn Chisholm. Great. Ladies, thank you so much. So now we're getting ready to get into something a little different. I want to know, do families still get together for Christmas? Yes. They do? Yes, of course. Really? Yes. Okay. Okay, so at my house, um, then it's just my husband and I. So, of course, we get up. Because I want to open my presents. Of course you do. Of course, <laughs> of course do. she does. I want to see what I got. Okay. But didn't you say you opened them up already? So isn't that like... Not all of them. Oh, okay. I, now, all right. The one that he gives me uh-huh. or ones that he gives me more okay. than one. Okay. Then I will save those, but say the presents I get from work, mm-hmm. because I do get presents, those I open <laughs> and I wrap them back up and I put them back under the, the tree. tree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But we open our presents, and then we wait for the grandkids to come over. And they don't come over until maybe, say, around 1 o'clock. But up until they come, then I'm preparing our meal, our dinner, and so forth, because my son is there, my daughter is there, and the okay. three grandkids. So mm-hmm. um, they will have dinner at my house uh-huh. and then go to their respective in-laws and so forth. So is that every Christmas is every what you all Christmas. do? What mm-hmm. about you, Dawn? What do you do? We, it depends on sometimes what Christmas fell on, but some Christmas we would have church service in the mornings, and, you know, they kids would do the Christmas plays, Mm-hmm. On Christmas Day, okay. Um, after church, we could come home and open gifts and you know have dinner. But family was a definite, you know, mm-hmm. within our um, tradition. Our family always get together. My daughter's home. My son comes home. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone is home. Um, 
And I thank God for that because we still can be together and I, they can open our gifts. I can open my gifts from them. <laughs> okay. All so, right. from same tradition, but mm-hmm. most of the time it's church for us first. Okay. On Christmas morning. All right. What about you, Miss Lily? I, my family, I am so blessed and fortunate to know that, you know, with my kids, they love their grandmother. And what she says goes. So they have their own homes and could very well say, well, we're going to have Christmas over here. They are, they will not. They will be at her house on Christmas Day with mm-hmm. presents, and we are packed in there like sardines. <laughs> but we love it and would not change it for the world. And that's all she really ever asks. She, we ask her what she wants for Christmas. She wants her family around her. Mm-hmm. And that's what we give her. You know, of course, you know, you got grandbabies and and so, you know, for me, very fortunately, it hasn't changed a lot with family being there and together. It has not. One thing that has changed that I didn't have when I was young is they got this little elf called Joey and one's called Buddy. Okay. And, the, and, the, yes. <laughs> okay. and this little elf, these little elves, they go through the whole mm-hmm. holiday. Right. Yeah. And they they play tricks. Like um, Joey. Oh, really? Yeah, Joey puts socks all over the Christmas tree. <laughs> and um, Joey also took a black magic marker and drew faces all over the, some of the family pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, Buddy, Buddy was <laughs> hanging from the, was in the refrigerator one time. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the things that these two little guys do. And so the kids wake up every day and Joey or Buddy's done something different. Okay. And they love it. <laughs> they love it. Well, you know, um, just just to reflect again, Christmas morning, growing up for me, my sister and her family would come to our home in, in um, Queens in New York, and they would come to the house. But my brothers would always keep the presents. I guess my mom had to tell them this, to put the presents in the closet, in our hall closet, and we would clearly see, you know, where the presents were. But you know what? This is what I is on my heart right now. I didn't grow up with Christ in my Christmas. I did not. I did not. So Christmas morning and and those days was just like a, a regular day, other than knowing that we got presents. There was no mention of that. So I didn't learn about that until I, until later on in life. So Christmas was always just about for us, for family coming together. And then it's not like that now anymore. Not at least in my family. You know, everybody has their own individual families, and I have mine. And 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 both our children are out of town. So if they don't come home, it'll just be my husband and I which is fine with me because that's, that's the best gift right there. You know, I, I have him all to myself on Christmas morning. So, hey, he ain't complaining. But, you know, still, to go back to the idea of, you know, how Christmas tradition has changed, it's changed tremendously in my family, tremendously. And, you know, families, when you come from a large family, sometimes everyone kind of have their own family. They want to start their own traditions, mm-hmm. which we really encourage. We really encourage our son and daughter to do that just the same. You start and establish your own tradition. But still, Christmas morning, I think everybody wants to be home with mom oh, and dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's just something about that. Yeah. It is just something, something about being home with mom and dad. So, you know, tell us... Um, Christmas presents. Do we still look for presents as we get older? Oh, we know you yes. do. We know of you course, do. we've already established that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so is it really, really about the presents, honestly? No, it's okay. not. No, what is it, it really, really is. About? It's about, as I said in family. the beginning, it's about family and being together mm-hmm. for me. So are the gifts really important? 
They are, but you know, that's later. But what you got to, I mean, you're thinking about the birth of Christ. So, you know, you got to really, even, you know, with the children, they're young. You put that in there first. And you got to instill it. Yes. And you got to, you got to say, look, you know, all the Santa and that's all cool. But this is what the real celebration of Christmas is. So let's establish that first. This. So y'all telling me y'all didn't grow up believing in Santa Claus? Oh, yeah. No. I, I believed in Santa Claus, but at the same time, our parents, well, my parents, they, you know, instilled Christ. Christ, oh. Christ was within Christmas. Like, we knew the meaning of Christmas. And I think as I got older, my teenage years, like, I, I love Christ. I was like you, Mr. Joel. I love presents. <laughs> but now it's like I give more uh-huh. than you get. Than I get. Yeah. And, so and it's okay. So it's you okay. wasn't looking for Santa Claus to bring you presents. Ah, you couldn't tell us that there was no such thing as Santa Claus. Oh, yes. I was waiting for no, Santa Claus. No, I definitely oh, yeah. didn't. Know, when I was Wait young, a minute. I did really... anybody, parents, ever tell them that if you don't go to sleep, you get pepper in your eyes? Yes. Please, anybody? Yes. <laughs> no, stop my, it. My mother did. Really? The, let me tell you this. I, I can tell you this. My, <laughs> our, neighbors, our neighbors was having a Christmas party. I'll never forget this. I think that stung, stung me as a little girl. Our neighbors was having a Christmas party. And my mom kept telling me, go to bed. Yeah. Go to bed. If Santa Claus comes, you're not going to get nothing. You're not listening. Yeah. I stayed up and I seen Santa Claus Did come to the, lady, to, the, to the women's house. I, <laughs> I went upstairs. I said, I'm not going to get nothing for Christmas. I said, I seen Santa Claus. Mama said, I told you to go to bed. <laughs> I told you to go to bed. But our thing was, and I and this is the truth. We, my parents, my mom said, if you don't go to bed, pepper's going, pepper's going to get in your eyes. And you're I've never to heard. Are you serious? Never, oh my God. Ever. Yeah. Now a lump of coal. That I used to hear like, if you don't go to bed, if you from December first, a lump of coal, <laughs> lump of coal. That's I mean, all you get. That's all you get. You're, you're, all you get, you're not even getting this thing. You're gonna get a lump of coal up under the tree. No stocking. No nothing. No presents. No dollars. Mm-hmm. Nothing. You don't behave. And this started the December first. Oh wow. So okay. you know you had to think about everything that you wanted to act stupid about. <laughs> lump of coal. A lump of coal. Every single time. Oh my. That's gosh. all you getting. That's it. That's it. And my mom would get us games, toys that that were games that you couldn't play by yourself. You know, you had to have everybody to play. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why does she do that? And even some holidays, she would just everybody got uh, apples. And oranges. Oh yeah. Oh, and walnuts. And those the oranges. The apples. <laughs> and you got. That's what we got in our stocking. We got fruit in our stocking. Yes. And you always got a candy cane. Oh, always. Always. Oh, always got a candy. We didn't candy. have stockings, but we certainly got plenty of candy. And that sounds like a perfect place to take another break. We are the guests of the unspoken voice of Pilgrim Baptist Church in. Charlottesville, Virginia, uh, celebrating and uh, with the African-American women on the panel tonight, the Christmas traditions in African-American homes. Next, stay with us. We'll talk about Christmas future.
This is Kerry James, producer of tonight's show. The issue of mental health is the most important one for Marcello Rolando and myself. We encourage you to visit pbccharlottesville.org to be a part of their 2019 event to end Alzheimer's. Looking ahead to next year, I will be directing Marcello Rolando in a short film by Kit Lyle entitled Saving Wally. The focus of the film specifically addresses bipolar disorder and the stigma associated with mental health. To learn more, visit bipolar.org. Good evening, and welcome back. I'm Marcello Rolando, the reasonable voice, and our producer this evening, Carrie James, and I have been invited to be a part of this special holiday program. As guests of Pastor Christopher A. Cooper and the membership of his Pilgrim Baptist Church, we are here in support of the Unspoken Voice, hosted by the First Lady of the Pilgrim Baptist Church in Charlottesville, Virginia, Wendy Cooper, for a holiday discussion of Christmas traditions in the African-American home. We are recording before a live audience, and now it is my pleasure to turn it over to our host this evening, Wendy Cooper, for Christmas Future. All right, I'm Wendy, and this is Joyce, Lily, and Dawn. Wonderful. Welcome back again. Here we go. You know, we were just talking about some wonderful traditions and food and uh, fruitcake, but does anybody remember the Christmas candy? The, the, the hunt right candy, candy. Yes, 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 very yes, 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 yes. You can go up to Reed Supermarket and get a bag of rice <laughs> <laughs> that just stuck around forever yes. and all that kind of good. Yes. Oh, my mom would just have dishes all around, all over candy the house. dishes full of yes. this Christmas candy. Oh Christmas my God! Candy. What about tangerines? Yes, the best. yes, tangerines yes. at the best. Christmas time. Yes. We yes. definitely and had. And you tans- had to have grapefruit for oh. breakfast. We had oh, to have grapefruit for breakfast. Yes. We had we had Cheerios. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have all have all of this stuff. Okay. So let's we can tell you were from the city. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We didn't, we didn't have all of this stuff. That was yeah. Christmas morning breakfast was you pull out every stop. It was like <laughs> some people would have oysters and fish. Yes, and exactly. I remember my mother and father would have. Fried oysters, stewed oysters, yes. oysters, oysters, mm. oysters, yeah. and I would be thinking. Now that yeah. was traditionally good luck. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I only remember black eyed peas being good luck for New Year's. For New Year's. Yeah. I don't know about yeah. for black eyed peas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fruit cakes. What about fruit cakes? Anybody? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think oh. please don't forget the elders as far as for fruit cakes. Uh, they love fruit they cakes. Love fruit cakes. <laughs> they love fruit cakes. <laughs> fruit cakes. Yeah. No. Who would get a slice of fruit cake and pick out all the greens? I would if I would all, get some. All of that stuff. And you end up with a pile of crumbs and like something <laughs> like that. Yeah. And then you yeah. eat that and you, you got a bigger pile. You got a pile of fruit stuff that you don't recognize. And, and you don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. When you mentioned that uh, candy, I remember my grandmother having a dish on her table. Uh-oh. But all the candy would be stuck Stop together, together. <laughs> to the bottom. And you had, but you all, I still wanted a piece. <laughs> and everybody had their favorite piece because I always like the solid red one. Yeah. So that means you know you would be touching it. I like, the white, I like <laughs> the white and the green ones. Oh, okay. But the multicolored ones. Oh, I like the multicolored ones. Oh, I did. I like the multicolored ones. They were good. Do you think you fix? Can you make a fruit cake? No. Anybody fix fruit cake still? Never. Oh, look. Okay, at y'all's house, did you have one fruit cake or two fruit cake? 
we had <laughs> more than two. <laughs> no, I'm asking for a reason because one fruit cake was just the regular old fruit cake, uh-huh. and then the other. Had the oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, you didn't ask that question, right? <laughs> <laughs> you had yeah. the regular fruit cake, and then you had the grown up. Yeah, the, okay, the grown up. Yes. 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 We had one of them. <laughs> had to have one of them. Exactly. Yeah. So would you give a fruit cake as a gift? I would. I would. Okay. I I, I normally take. I try to get as many fruit cakes out to nurse homes mm-hmm. to duck. No, like I said, older people that really like fruitcake. Well, let us tell you now, we do not want fruitcake. <laughs> <laughs> we do not want fruitcake for Christmas at all. But guess what, ladies? I have some trivia for you. Yeah. All right, buddy, ready? Bust a little trivia. Okay, this is about Frosty the Snowman. When did Frosty the Snowman come to life? What happened? It's it's it was magical. No, what what happened? Though? Oh, it was a, 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 a twirly. No, snow. what made him come to life? What made him come to life? Oh, okay. It's Frosty oh, the, the Snowman. snowman. I, don't know. I do not like oh, the I don't know There you go. The hat. The he was yeah, the hat. He put the black hat on. The, and the old was, silk hat is what right. made him come that's to right. life. But see, we can't ask her because she don't do movies, so we do the movies over you, here. I, okay. I know Frosty, but I, I... Okay, look, I know Frosty, but I don't do trivia, okay? All right. Okay. You don't do trivia. You don't do fruitcakes. What do you do, Joyce? Open presents. <laughs> All right, here's another question. What beverage is known as milk punch? Eggnog. 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 Anybody drink eggnog? Of course. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah, exactly. yeah. Really? Eggnog like ice cream? Yes, that's oh, good. That's we didn't grow oh, up on that. I didn't grow up on eggnog. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. and again, like the fruitcake. It, you, you got it. Wow. Okay. Can anybody name any of the reindeers? Santa's reindeers. Um, Rudolph. 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 Vixen. Comet. Prancer. Comet. Cupid. Donald. Blitzen. Donald. What's the, what's the Donald? Donner. 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 Dan- Dancer. Prancer. Yeah. Prancer. Vixen. Vixen. Dancer and Donald. I knew I was right. You know what this tells us? Well, that, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. How, how old are we really? Because you get these kids, they can just get that stuff right like them. that. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, I know Rudolph. They, they, I know Rudolph. They, they, I'm sure. <laughs> you, think, you think that's what they're doing? Yeah. All right, let me tell you. So as we get ready to kind of wind this down and really bring this thing um, home about Christmas. So what are your great expectations this season? Even though we're in the midst of the season right now, but what are we looking to pass on to our children, to the next generation? Is there something that you have grown up with that you want to just pass on to your children? Or have you passed on? Well, I can say, I can say, and I pray, I pray that um, as my children get, get older and I get older, I hope that I'm my mother that they will come to my house regardless of the homes that they have and wow. be around me and and to just love me like we have the opportunity to do now. I just hope I'm there, that they that I can have them around me as, as I, you know, if, if I'm blessed to become an elder mm-hmm. like my mother, mm-hmm. I, hey. Wonderful, that's so awesome, that's that very special. Awesome. That what about you? Um, Nothing really new that I haven't already passed on to mind, but I thank God 
that I did instill in my children at a young age mm -hmm. as far as the birth of Christ. That's um, so I, I really feel that's very important. And I also, like I said, the giving. If, if I have, I want to give to someone else that's not as fortunate right, exactly. to, to get. I, mm -hmm. I try to search as many people as I can just through Facebook, you know, uh -huh. there's a young one that need help or clothing or, mm -hmm. you know, just whatever I can do. Um, I'm not rich. I have a daughter in college, so that can get pretty expensive, but right. I do want to give if I'm able to give. What about you, Miss Joyce? I agree with what the two ladies here have said, and it is about giving. Uh, well, first of all, it is about Christ, but it's also about giving. And actually, um, my daughter and I have adopted mm -hmm. a young a young girl mm -hmm. who um, she and her family are going through some hard times now and we've just been picking up different little things for for right. for Christmas and yes, so forth uh -huh. and we, she has a little sister she the child is 14 and her sister is 11 but again I'm not a rich person but I feel that I have I have an abundance of stuff things exactly and this is my way of giving back. Maybe some of the previous Christmas gifts? Oh, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, actually, not those previous <laughs> Christmas gifts because she doesn't want old stuff. Oh, all yeah, right. She's, she's like all me. Right, we don't right. want old stuff. All want, right. But no, all jokes aside, all jokes aside, we don't want to give a bunch of hand me downs. Right. It's a special time. And so we want her and her family to feel special. Yeah. Well, I know one thing. I certainly hope that you all um, enjoyed coming around the table it to talk. Fun. It was lots of fun. And, and, you know, we have lots of things going on. Again, Friday is our Christmas gala at uh, the Doubletree, pbcshawlersfield.org to go there and register. And we're looking to be able to share some more Christmas traditions even at our gala. It's just so much going on in this season. And remember, you know, some of us may have abundance to give, but there's always going to be someone that's less fortunate than we are. Amen to that. Amen. You know, it's, it is just so amazing. Yeah. Thank you so very much. This has been the Reasonable Voices, guests of the unspoken voice at Pilgrim Baptist Church, and we have been enjoying a tremendous conversation about Christmas in African-American homes. Please have a happy holiday. And now singer Stoll Vaughn will take us out with what we all need, forgiveness. And I know it's never easy Being torn apart Forgive to be forgiven And it'll open up your heart Thank you for continuing to listen to, support, and share the Reasonable Voice Blog Talk Radio with family and friends, especially online. We enjoy hearing from you, and in response, yes, we are now accepting new company and business advertisers and welcoming organizations seeking to be one of our sponsors. So please do continue to email us at thereasonablevoice at gmail.com. However, if you prefer to simply make a donation, your donations are greatly appreciated and can be made through PayPal by clicking on the donate button found at the top of the homepage of the Reasonable Voice. Com website. Thank you for joining us today to make every day as reasonable as possible. 
we hope you will download and share our downloadable podcasts. I'm Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice, hoping you will become one of the reasonable voices heard round the world. This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com.